Hey everyone, welcome back to SuckPod, your home for the beautiful game called Soccer. We're going to begin right now, but please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at SuckPod. Hey, 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 guys, welcome back to another episode of SuckPod. And you know what? I think we have to do a, a one minute of silence to the fallen heroes, um, Barcelona. So I'm not going to. What do you mean? Hey, 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 hey. You don't, don't disrespect. Don't disrespect Barca. Disrespect what? You disrespect to yourself. You're in the hmm. fucking rope. Well, that's why I said they're the fallen hero. No, no, no. No, no. They've not been heroic since 2015. Please give me a break. Thank you very much. You've been bottling since 2015, so I don't even get the surprise. Like, it didn't come as a surprise. Like, everyone knew what was going to happen. You know, it was just so funny that Basel fans were laughing at Ronaldo when uh, we lost the young boys. That, oh, we're going to the Champions League, he's going to Europa League. Only for him to score six goals, and you as a team only score two goals. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it was more of a comparison of Ronaldo and Messi, but... Incredible. Oh, okay. Okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Enjoy playing against Western and uh, Spartak Moscow. And, Yo, at least we even have to still qualify from round of 24. At this point, I don't even think we're going to qualify from it, to be honest. <laughs> but that, that's not what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I, I am totally done with Barca. They're give, they've given me enough headache for the season. Um, we played a game with Osasuna. We couldn't even beat Osasuna. So, Thomas Muller couldn't put it like any better. We don't have the quality to, like you know, compete in the top leagues, and yeah. that is that is just the sad fact. Exactly. Why are you transitioning? Can you just give me Frankie De Jong, please? Thank you. I'll just take him off here. Uh no, you can have Luke De Jong though. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll take, give you for free. I'll take, I'll take Frankie, and you can add this money as well. I'll give you Marcial. You know? They should you probably they should probably sell De Jong. They need to sell their good players right now and rebuild. That's what they need to do, man. Because yeah, I, 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 I mean. Even with the Griezmann leaving the team, they're still wallowing in debt. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Okay, guys. Anyways, to the matter of the day, let's talk about the um, you know, the big right now I call them just the big three. So the big three teams in, in England and then the rest. Uh the big three teams in England and then Manchester United having uh that four, right there is a so. violation. <laughs> Allow it. <laughs> And I think when I, said, when I said the big three, you guys understand who I'm talking about. Well, but for those that don't understand, I'm talking about Man City, uh, Chelsea, and Liverpool. In so, that order. Well, it, not particularly in that order for me. But... In that order. Okay, cool. Anyway, so um, this weekend, there was a lot of controversial penalties. I feel like every single, every one of them won their game through a penalty. Including United, but top four. Again, like I the, said. The big four. United had to uh, participate because of their fear of missing out. But, Screw you. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's just how you evaluate Man United. You know, he's talking like his team is not Barcelona. That's crazy. Again, anyway. listen, man, I told you, we're going through a stage. I don't yeah. know why you keep on... That, that cannot be you guys' comeback every time. I'm just saying, you have no standing to talk, you know? Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get fair into enough, it. Fair enough. But okay, now let's let's start with the Man City penalty. Um, that yeah. to me, <laughs> it wasn't a penalty. 
So, like, seriously, but but again, we still have to talk about how Man City cannot beat a 10-man wall without a controversial penalty. Like, what exactly? Let's analyze that game. What exactly went wrong for Man City? Dami, let's start with you. Uh, nothing. Well, you went perfectly to it went perfectly to plan, huh? No, okay. So here's the thing. People think because you have 10 man, it's easy. It seemed like Wolf, when they have 10 man, all they have to do is just pack the bus, just stay back, which is what they did. They were ready to play that game to a new new draw if they could have. So what else would City do? I mean, we had our chances, we just didn't get a goal. And we eventually go with the penalty. So mm, nothing is wrong. We just played a team who wasn't ready to lose. So do you think do you think you deserve that penalty? Hey, here's the thing. In the first half, there was a penalty City should have gotten, but because his end was sort of talked in, we didn't get it. I mean, that, that, was that, means, that means it's not a penalty. If you hand that, means, exactly. in, that means it's not a penalty. You can't not say, oh, you can't say, oh, um, he wanted to tackle me, but he withdrew the tackle. But because he wanted to tackle me, it's a penalty. No. Well, <laughs> I'm his, glad. If his I'm hands glad, are tucked in, according to I'm the rules, glad, it's not a penalty. I'm glad you said that because you see, that, that's the plan. I was right here doing Gundo Mundo. I planned this ahead of time because I knew you were going to say that. So if his hand is tucked in and it's not a penalty, then when your hand is in on natural position, it is a penalty. If you're going to make it that simple, then it has to be simple the other way around. The penalty, yeah, the ball tossed his other part of his body. I went to his hand. But where was his hand? His hand was in a very unnatural position. But he but, but didn't penalty. even hit the right spot, though. Like, it was more... Wait, you... you it doesn't matter. It was I'm... way it was way up. If you actually look at the rules, there's a whole line that they draw on the sleeve if you're wearing a short sleeve or when it's a foul, it's a handball or not. Like to be honest, I've not seen a single person that says that's a penalty, except you, maybe. I I'm, there's the thing. I, I've said it's controversial. Do you, you see this weekend? One of the reasons why I wouldn't really go much about if it's a penalty or not is because both Chelsea and Liverpool got a penalty that shouldn't have been in penalty, so it's either we all drive together, we all win together. It's, I think it's up to you. One, it's how you want Liverpool to see. The Liverpool one was a penalty, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I think, I think, I think. Um, what's his name? Mings. Just it was just a cynical moment. Like, mate, you've been doing so good. The whole team has been terrific, and you know, basically just holding Liverpool to zero zero to a new new draw, and you just go and make that. It was unnecessary, in my opinion. Unnecessary. I mean, we should we should be asking what went wrong for Liverpool since they can't seem to break down Aston Villa. I mean, they had the same problem uh, with Wolves last week, no? Um, mm-hmm. When Origi came in and had to and had to score. Um, I think it's just the over reliance on uh, Salah, but also they've been wasteful in front of goal, very very wasteful in front of goal. Um, yeah, they've just been very wasteful, and I think at the end of the day, to be honest, I just think it's. Again, remember I used to say this last season when I was like Liverpool, I've, I've, you know, are still doing decent considering the injuries they have because they had the know-how to still win games when they were not playing good, and that's what all three teams showed this weekend. Just win a game. You don't have to be perfect because you're not gonna be. You're not gonna play well every week. It's, in, it's impossible to play well every week for 38 match days. You know, so I think it was just a matter of okay, we're not playing well this game, but let's just find a way to win. And that was what all three teams did because none of them looked good this weekend. None. Uh, Man City looked good. Mate, when I say look good, I'm talking about like in terms of, yeah, you dominate possession, but you always do. That's not. 
that's not really necessarily looking good. I mean, I think Man City played well. But you weren't clinical. You weren't clinical. You weren't clinical, though. That's the problem. You were not clinical. That's my point when I say it wasn't a good, you know, a good a good performance. I mean, isn't that why we've been begging for a striker? Martin hasn't really been clinical as much as you think. Well, exactly. So, again, that's that's the issue. And the issue just showed more this weekend. That's all it is. The issue of, you know, not having a striker. But then again, I hate it when people bring up the striker stuff when it comes to City. For one reason and one reason only. Even when he had a striker, he still played with a false nine. So, please. Wait, who was the striker? When you had Aguero, he still played with a false nine. Aguero was coming in a lot of injuries, so it's understandable. No, 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 no. When there's been times when Aguero was on the bench, fully fit, and Pep decided to go with a false nine. He's done that his whole career with different teams he's coached. It's not a new thing. So I hate this notion that, oh, we don't have a striker. Because at the end of the day, he, just, he could decide not to bring a striker. Don't tell me, don't get me wrong. Some games we play a striker 100%. But it's not like he doesn't do it even when he has a striker on the bench. Plus, why do you guys just disrespecting Gabriel Jesus? Why have you turned Gabriel Jesus into a freaking right winger? Oh. He's a striker. He's a number nine. Whatever, nine whatever he turned Gabriel Jesus into is perfect. Oh, yeah. That guy because he's getting assists there and there. Amazing on the wing. I actually think we do have a striker. He's just injured right now. Who's that? Ferran Torres. Oh, he, he, played for Torres, he played for Torres as a nine too, starting the season. Yeah, he's good right? as a number nine, but he's just injured. When he, that boy comes back, you're gonna know. And that's one of the reasons why that claim of oh, because if you don't have a striker, it pisses me off. Because beginning of the season, he was literally playing for Torres as a nine and playing Gabriel Jesus on the wing. And I'm like, you're playing your winger as a striker, and your striker is your winger. So why the fuck are you complaining? So well, because he was walking. Yeah, just, exactly. just like, let me get our case. So it was working. So this whole notion of oh, they don't have a striker is just stupid to me. Um, it just doesn't make sense because the media tries to use it as an excuse on why they might not win the championship. But the team is stat. It's an all-star team. Please give me a break. <laughs> well, okay, I I hear both of you. Um, but let's talk about Chelsea as well. Let's talk about their penalty. Yeah, the first one uh, that they considered to Leeds. What on earth was Alonso doing? Like, do does that guy need to go back to school? I I, I really feel like Tuchel right now really misses Ben Chilwell because why would you go? I feel like he's just defending one on one. You don't go with your two feet. You don't even slide if it's not absolutely necessary in the box. In the box eighteen. It is defending one on one, and that was also the same two penalties that Rudiger got in um, the leads half as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you guys doing? So like, now nah, I, I don't even know what to say for those for like for that game. What do you guys think? I mean, Alonso has never really been that much of a defender. I think Alonso is a winger that plays right back, left back. I mean, yeah. Oh, I would say the winger, but is he's. He's, he's perfect for the for the five defense um five man defense system wing back. He's the perfect wing back. He can't really play defense. He, he can't to, at all. You can't. You just have to. You just can't play defense. You have to put him in a system where he's he's more on the attack, which is what he's playing at Chelsea. But at the end of the day, even if you're playing three at the back or five, at some point your defensive you know abilities are going to come into question. And obviously, you know, we saw that at the weekend where you know he struggles with that still. Um, but Chiwell, as good as Chiwell is, and I like Chiwell, but Chiwell has one, you know, a fault as well. He's he doesn't show up in big games, and that's been a Chiwell trend since uh, Leicester City. So, 
again, the team just has, you know, some people have start, uh, certain qualities, some of them don't. Um, but again, the best balance is probably Chua. But in attack, Alonso gives you, come on, it gives you something extra too. So, I mean, Chua also gives them something extra in attack. I mean, it was yeah. hanging in goals it was, at the beginning it was. of the season. It was. But before this season, that's never really been Chua compared to Alonso, at least, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just starting to show that, you know, goal-scoring ability compared to Alonso. I'm not saying he never had it, but compared to Alonso. But, um, yeah, it was just a funny weekend, man. Just penalties flowing everywhere. But, <laughs> it was really flowing everywhere. Is, you know, I just, I just realized that, although we're not professional footballers, like, let me just put that out. But the three of us, we all play defense whenever we're playing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's actually funny. I just realized that. Yeah, we're all defenders by trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except, except we don't get paid for it. <laughs> we, we actually don't get paid for it. Anyways, okay, then moving on to uh, the other team that had a penalty, uh, Manchester United. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. He said the other team, man. Come on, yo, listen. Well, I mean, you're I'm the other team, I'm no? Gonna leave this, I'm going to leave this podcast, man. <laughs> I'm going to submit my resignation letter. This guy keeps violating my United. I'm going to submit my resignation Okay, no, 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 no. That's I don't know why you want, meant ID. No, just say Manchester United. Why did they say the other team? Like, was some... You hardly had a team right now. Like, you know that, right? Listen, listen. Dami, I'm not talking to you. I know you're told the team, but okay. <laughs> Enjoy. This is between me and T, okay? <laughs> I know you want to take the piss and, you know, have fun with it. <laughs> but, hey, in, in fairness, though, as bad as we've been, I mean, hey, we're still we're fifth. One point off top four, so... Um, well, that I mean, that's true. You guys are actually doing pretty good for yourselves. And uh, the next couple of games that you guys have, I mean, it should be like, I don't want to say an easy win, but I definitely see Manchester United winning at least like at least the next seven games. Um, but so, don't I mean, you guys, you guys should be able to make top four, probably like knock West Ham out. But, um, but anyway, let's talk about the penalty, though. Now, I'm going to go with ID. Do you mm-hmm. think that was a penalty? 100%. He had his hand over his shoulder. Now, did Ronaldo fall down? You know, did Ronaldo have to fall like, like the, the pool make him fall like that? Like it was a wrestling move? No. <laughs> Ronaldo sold it, but at the end of the day, he pulled it down. <laughs> Ronaldo just <laughs> fell, you know, out of the lift room and he added a little oomph to the, to the fall, but 100% it was a penalty. I understood when um, the coach came out and was like, you know, uh, he didn't feel it was a penalty because, you know, uh, it was soft or whatever, and then he was also trying to claim a penalty as well. And I'm like, okay, I understand you coming out feeling, you know, Dean Smith. I, don't, I like, I understand you coming out feeling aggrieved because, to be honest, Norwich deserved the draw at least on that game. If I'm being at honest. least Norwich deserved a win, my brother. At least, do you know? Do you know what at least means? I think at least Norwich deserved a three okay. nil win. Okay. At least. Okay, sure. Anyway, so a lot. Um, to lose that game. So for Dean Smith, right, to come out and feel a grip because I think he definitely felt like they deserved more from the game, which in all, in all honesty, being objective, they did. Um, but then him claiming that it wasn't a penalty was just false. Um, I think that was a penalty. Um, they get saved us, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. As far as analyzing the game itself, uh, you know what I said last week? I was like, oh, yeah, you know, so well and good, but <laughs> there are two things for, for the manager to actually get over over which is the run of games we don't really have time to practice and now we just found out we have a COVID outbreak so that's not they couldn't even train today apparently um they only had to train individually only the guys that went to Norwich could train because a bunch of people around the training ground tested positive 
for COVID. So we have an outbreak at Carrington right now. So again, training and implementing this new style is going to keep, you know, taking forever. And also taking the players out of the old school mentality and trying to implement his. Because again, like I said, he talks a good game. But we all know management is not just about knowing what to do. It's about actually getting those principles into your player and them showing it onto the pitch every week, week in, week out, consistently. And you could just see in that game, they went back to the old ways. They were passing back, a lot of square passes. And he always said in this press conference, one is vertical passes in between the lines. And they weren't really doing that consistently. Um, I think if I look at that game, I think we only actually pressed we only actually had a coordinated proper press twice in that whole game. One in the first half and one in the second half. Every other press in that game wasn't really coordinated. We barely pressed them. And I thought, okay, listen, these guys had a week off, so they should have a lot of energy, you know, to actually press and, you know, put um, Norwich on the, on the cash. And Norwich had defenders out as well. So it was like, okay, we should be winning this, but we couldn't pass the ball. Every five-year pass was going astray. Um, and the biggest... The biggest problem for that formation against Norwich were two things. For that formation to work, the two tens, because it's a 4-2-2-2, the two tens, which was Bruno and Sancho, have to do the most work. They have to do the most work in defense, and they have to do the most work in setting up the front two in terms of creativity. Defensively, they went on it because they kept losing the ball, and they went chasing back. They went pressing as much as they should. Offensively, well, don't even get me started on Bruno. Oh my God, <laughs> he couldn't make he couldn't make a five yard pass. He was off. I don't know how he played eighty seven minutes. Oh, 80, yeah, it is eighty each minute. I have no idea how he played that much. He should have been off. Rashford should have been off as well. Like a lot of them, like Rashford, all of them, a lot of them were awful. But Rashford and um, Bruno were, oh my God, so bad. So if those two are not playing well those two tens with Sancho and, and Bruno, then that formation is going to struggle. And then lastly, the second problem is going so narrow, it's easy for Norwich to ping the ball if they beat the press to the fullback because it was so narrow. And that's what they kept having joy with the left back every single time. And I remember someone said this, that against a team like Man City or Liverpool or Chelsea that used their wing back so much, Oh boy, oh boy, that formation is gonna be so bad. For it to work against those guys, the two tens are gonna have to like run 15 kilometers in that game. Because imagine Cancelo, Trent, Robo, James, Alonso, Chiwell. You understand what I'm you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. They're going to stretch the United the United team. If we go and play a team, you know, with that narrow formation, and these guys have not mastered it yet. So, like you said, we have a good run of fixtures. I hope he gets everything covered and he tries to get his, you know, mentality into the players because that's the most difficult thing. These players are so... I don't even, don't even get me started. Like, they're so into the old, you know, the old ways, bad habits, a lot of bad habits in the team. So, no, we, I, I, we, didn't I, deserve, yeah. we didn't deserve to win that game. It was a smash and grab. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but am, I, am I happy? Yeah, but it was a smash and grab. I mean, definitely it works for you, so why not? But but you know, there's one person I want to talk about because I was listening to um one of uh, Ragnik's uh, um interviews, and mm-hmm. he, he mentioned how he doesn't think think Luke Shaw is a player that should be in United. She and, said that he said that before he got hired. Though. 
Yeah, yeah, he said that before. Yeah, well, here's the I'm going, I'm going to. Okay. So now, look, Shaw has always been on the bench, and now now it starts Dalot instead. It starts Tellus. Sorry, Tellus, Tellus. Yeah. My bad, Tellus. It starts Tellus instead of um, Look Shaw. Mm. Now, for the remaining six months, or however mm. Ragnik is gonna stay for, do you see him playing Look Shaw? Be very honest. It all depends on Look Shaw. Um, what Ragnik has showed since he came in is I'm ready to give everybody a clean plate on him and I'm ready to give you an opportunity. First of all, Tellus was playing on the carry already before before um, Ragnik came in. Let's remember, Shaw had two games back-to-back where he had a concussion. So, he was out already. Dalo was already playing on the tariff as well. So, these two fullbacks were playing on the tariff. He's not really coming to change anything. It was the same team against Arsenal, basically. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. That he's been playing. So, he's not really coming to change anything in terms of, like, the first 11 that he met that were fit, right? So, it's like, okay. When they asked him why he didn't make a change for the Crystal Palace game after the Arsenal game, he's like, well, I watched them from the stands because remember that was Carrick's last game against Arsenal? Like, mm-hmm. I watched them from the stands and they played well. So, since I don't know anyone yet, I'd rather put that same 11, you know what I mean, and see what they give me. And, you know, they did well against Crystal Palace. He changed all, the whole team against Young Boys and he brought them back against Norwich. So, now, he's just, play, he's just coming off the 11 that he actually met and we're playing well. So it's not like he just automatically benched Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw had concussion issues. And when Luke Shaw came in against Young Boys, where he literally even gave Tom Heaton a debut, that's how, you know, that's how generous he's been in terms of giving people an opportunity. Luke Shaw didn't really show a reason why he should make it into the starting eleven, And Juan Bissaka didn't show that either. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I think Tellus and Dalo are good fullbacks? Fuck no. So... And it's like, okay, this Shaw and Wambisaka are better defensively. Tellus and Dalo are better offensively. So it's like, pick your poison. Except it's just that Shaw can actually be better offensively and defensively. And we saw that last season, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, even got the nickname Shaw Roberto or whatever. But since the beginning of the season, like Maguire, he has been off it. He's just not been playing well. He's not regained that form he had last season. So if he can regain that form, which is be good attacking, you know, attacking-wise, and also be all right, be good defensively, he'd be all right. Like, you actually be, I think Ragnick is playing better than Tellus, but he just has to find out. If he finds that, if he has that form that he had last season, Ragnick is playing. If he doesn't, Ragnick ain't playing. Simple. It all depends on Shaw at the end of the day. It's always dependent on him, except on the Mourinho. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So now let's talk about Jamie Calgary, you know. And I, why do you keep on saying Jamie Carragher? What is that? Mean? I think I think you're mixing up with Jamie Carragher of Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's what, that's Gallagher, Gallagher, and Carragher is like a tongue twister. Corner, that's what I'm mixing him up with. But Carragher, the one from Crystal Palace, <laughs> the one from Crystal Palace. Yes. Now that second goal, that thing actually shook me when I saw it today because I, I thought the game was done. I was like, okay, you know what? The game is done. Two one. And then this man goes from outside the box, finesses it to the top right corner. That's how you know he plays FIFA. The man said finesse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how good was that goal? No, tell me. It, like, ID, uh, how good was that goal? It took me off my seat. I was, remember I was literally on the phone watching that game. On, I was watching the game on mute because I was on the phone. And when he mm-hmm. scored that banger, I didn't really care about whoever I was talking to. I just increased that volume because I wanted to hear the commentator's noise because that goal was... Uh, 
And you know what's funny? In the press conference, uh, post-match conference, he said Benteke told him to leave the ball. Like, Benteke was telling him, leave it, leave it, leave it. Same thing with fucking Lisa. He just went and smashed that into the fucking corner, man. Top bins. I like the kid. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's been tremendous. I think you saying he might be off-form, you know, inconsistent this season. I think it's more down to the team. You know, you mentioned that, like, Crystal Palace against Leeds. Crystal Palace didn't show up. I think it's more down to the mm-hmm. team being a mid-table, you know, slash, you know, relegation battling team. You know, that's who they've always been. And in all honesty, this season they've been playing better. Patrick Vieira has been able to make them more consistent than they've been, than they've ever been in the last few mm-hmm. years. So um, I think it's just more down to the team. They're a mid-table team, so you don't expect them to. Even, I mean, even classic, top-class teams like, you know, the top three, like you mentioned, Town Leeds United. Um, they don't, like, they didn't show up this weekend, for example, right? So you can't show mm-hmm. up every weekend. But also, being a mid-table team, there's going to be more times where you don't show up than probably when you do as a team as a whole. So that probably, you know, you know, has a stain on his performances. But now nah, he's been on it, man. And Chelsea fans, man, they've been they've been raving about Cobham, you know, the academy finally producing good plays and them finally using them. And I think Gallagher is going to get into that Chelsea team next season, especially if Tuchel is still there. Max which I, is in? Which I think he will. I think Gallagher gets into that team. He's better than, he's performing better than Saul. I mean, Saul hasn't been playing, but you know if he's going to get into that team, he's coming for either Kovacic, Jagio, or Kante's does, position. He doesn't have to play. Yeah, he does, I mean, Saul... Right, that's where Saul he's going to play. Saul has been playing that position too. I mean, he's been trying, but he's been shit. Wait, we need, to, we need to let this Saul thing go. That man played only like four games. Mate, in every game he's played, he's not played well. They're sending him back to Atletico. Yeah, because the Come man back. played like four games and he realized he's trash. Yeah, was literally saying the same thing. So when he leaves next season, Gallagher is going to come into no, the but, team. But you I don't, to... I'm not saying Gallagher is going to come into the team and start every game. No. Look at Trevor Chaloba. He's a quality young player. He's been tremendous this season. He has impressed me from the get-go. But he doesn't start every game because they have depth. They have quality and depth. So God, I'm saying he's going to come back into the Chelsea team. He's going to play games. He's, he's performing better than um, RLC. The chief. The only thing I worry about is I don't want uh, Connor, uh, Connor's situation to turn into Lingardio. That man went to West Ham. Everyone's like, oh, yes, once he gets back to Man United, walking into the team. No one said that. Well, he everybody, should be walking into the team. Everybody has said that except Man United fans. He should have been a walk into the team. No, he, no, he doesn't. You thing. guys have Ronaldo then. Yes, the thing. Yes, we, have, yes, we can have Ronaldo, right? Yes, Lingard was performing at West Ham. But every United fan, everybody, every United fan I know, at least, and I even see on social media, on YouTube, those fan channels, were like, we love Lingard. We think he's been tremendous. We think the Western loan has worked for him. But we think all the Western loan has done is increase his price and we can sell him. I think it's just time for him to move on. The team is not going in the same direction as him. It's like Martial. You think if Martial goes on loan in general and does a madness, you think Man fans are going to be like, okay, we want him, we think he should stay? No, we like Martial, yes, we want him to perform well, but we just think it's time for him to move on. But just to come to that, then why didn't you guys sell Lingard to West Ham then? We tried. Ask Lingard. <laughs> <laughs> and West Ham. West Ham do want to pay the price. We tried. Ole, Ole tried to, they tried to sell him in the summer. Why? Do you think we wanted to lose him for free? Like we're going to lose him next, next summer? Come on. I mean, I know the you know Ed Woodward and those guys upstairs are fucking idiots, but I don't, I don't, I won't say they're that much of, you know idiots. <laughs> like they don't want to lose a player for free. We tried to sell him. I think the price tag on him, as reported, was thirty million pounds. 
But, you know, West Ham says what, they, they refused and they went to spend that money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, on Zuma, right? Yeah, Zuma. Because they just felt like they had leverage on the fact that he only had one year left on his contract. And I Lingard mean, himself, Lingard himself didn't want to leave. For some reason, like you said, I think other fans started getting to him. He thought he could come into the team and actually have an impact. And don't get me wrong, he always have an impact every time he plays. I like just Lingard. He makes runs, you know. He makes nice runs in terms of, and his work ethic is proper. But I just think the team... That's like, just time for him to move on. That's just what that's just the feeling around Manchester United fans and and mm-hmm. oh, except you know, it's only fans that were outside the team that you know felt like oh, he's going to go back into the team and walk into it. No, I'm pretty sure Chelsea fans are probably thinking the same way that they need to sell Conor Gallagher. Oh, I don't think so. Because I mean, from what I'm hearing on social media, they, but they also love... you do need to realize that Chelsea have dealt with a lot of injuries with those. The only thing I'm worried about is I think once. Their lineup is fit. Once they have their feet midfield, those box box players, once they're off with Connor, is going to really play a game for them? Is not. He's going to play. He's going to play more games than. It's not going to play as many games. Don't say so. He's not going to play as many games as he's playing right now for Crystal Palace. Obviously, his name is one of the first on the, on the team sheet. But I'm saying he's going to play. He's going to have more game time than. Robert Loftus cheek is gonna have more game time than Saul. Saul is not gonna be there. Don't say Saul. <laughs> I intentionally did that. But anyway, I think on the pecking order, it's just gonna be fourth on the pecking order, which isn't bad. Because you know, Chelsea teams like Chelsea, United City, Liverpool, we play a shit ton of games over the course of the season. So you need rotation. So if my name if his name is fourth on the list behind Kovacic, Kante, and Jorginho, that's not bad. That's not the worst thing on earth. He's still a young kid. So I don't know why you're making it sound like him going back to Chelsea is bad for his career. I think it is. It, Not necessarily. If it's good, if it again, is. again, like I said, if Tuchel is still there, I don't think it is because I think it's the same as the Trevor uh, Trevor Chalobah situation, the same as a uh, James situation. Young Ooh, kids. James? Yeah. James is, James is literally the first name on the sheet, so that's no, different. No, it's not, no, it's not really good. It's probably, James yeah. is the first right wing back on the sheet. He's, he's but, number but one. Say, but him, but him, I'm not saying right now. I'm saying the way he came up into the team. He was in and out for as a Pelicueta, right? On the Lampard, right? He was in and out. Lampard team. didn't know what he was doing, man. Even when, even when Tuchel came, he was in and out. He was rotating them. Like, trust two, me, what I'm saying Two people is, is different breaking. from four people. What I'm the saying, only thing breaking. is... I, they play two midfielders. So if if Kante and Jorginho are the two midfielders starting, Kovacic and Gallagher on the bench, that's not the worst thing. That's my point. So I at just, that point, at that point, you're second in line. So like it's not a bad man, I don't it's know start in line because I think they only know, subject to one. I don't know why you're so keen. Oh, oh no, because I like your the the flourishing. Oh, you I don't... do? You're a city fan. I thought you guys just buy talent. No, I don't. I don't trust Thames and Rumpy that just gonna ruin his career. Let him, let him be at this for oh, two yeah. years. And and, <laughs> and, and you guys, and you guys years. haven't ruined so many people. So many like, ooh, give me a name. Give me a name. I mean, it's hard for you to ruin careers. Anyway, exactly. Since, since your academy, mean. since your academy is not even been up to par for you. Says the guy who paid eighty million for Sancho. Oh, you know. Damn. Well, Sancho left you for free for a reason because you guys were yeah. giving him a chance. Exactly, you because exactly. you were still young and he you wasn't going to walk into the team. Exactly. So, but exactly, guess what? You, you just so you insulted my academy and I just gave you a name. Guess another name I'm going to give you? What, Foden? That's exactly. it. Exactly. Those are the only two guys you have. <laughs> <laughs> I want the kids. Those are the only two guys. And don't get me wrong. Okay, I might be. I'm just trolling. Um, Man City is, if I'm being objective, in the next four years, Man City's academy is going to produce world stars, you know, world class players. The academy set up, the training set up, the facilities, 
has been impressive in Manchester. But going back into the years, you guys have not really produced. You've never been a team that actually produces. Well, we, we have stars. to deal with one after the other. You're going to. You're going to in the few years, in the, in the next few years, 100%. But in the last few years, you've not. You can't compare your academy to Arsenal, City, uh, United or Liverpool or Chelsea, in fact. Even though Chelsea was going bad with academy players until Lampard came and gave them a chance. So, Gallagher for Chelsea next season. Nah, Gallagher yeah. should stay in Crystal Palace one more season. I actually agree with Dami. I think Gallagher should stay with Crystal Palace. And needs to. Thank you, T. I just don't see him, like, you know... He doesn't want to go back, though. He wants to go back to Chelsea. He said it. He, he said, said he, he wants, wants to go, go back? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, it's the big club name. That, that, that's what I don't get about. Not necessarily the big club name. Who but why? Why would you want to go back? You're making it name for yourself. No, who doesn't want to play against the best, for the best? The Champions League, like, come on, man, come on. Yeah, I, the kids' dream. Okay, here's the thing. I feel like I feel like if I'm a young player with such talent, how old is he? Is he like 21, 20? Is is a 20, 21 actually? 21. I think for me at that age, my priority would be game time. Because at that very age, I want game time to prove myself, especially with if I have the skill. I want game time to prove myself. Like if he keeps, imagine if he keeps up this form for the next two to three years. You want to tell me one big team is going to go come signing up and boom, is a straight up starter. Well, Look at I feel like I feel like at this point, Dami, you're actually fighting for City. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> want Chelsea to have an Arsenal. Oh no, I don't think it, I actually don't think it will fit in my team. So I don't even want him. No, 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 that's not what we're saying. You don't want Chelsea to be better. That's what we're saying. That's what <laughs> okay. it sounds like. Oh, you no don't one to have here's, to the thing. here's the thing. You're getting it wrong. He's still under contract with Chelsea. If he plays with Crystal Palace for two more years, he's going to be a big name player. He's going to get better. And Chelsea, can, he can go back to Chelsea after then and they can have him and boom, he's a starter. By then, they'll probably have moved on from Jogio and maybe Kante because Kante is getting old too. And then they're probably going to play Kovicic and, uh, and Gallagher. If you were if you if the owner of Chelsea, will you let Conor Gallagher spend one more season or not? I will. If you were, um, if you were the owner of Chelsea, Yes, I will. Come off it. Let me tell you why. If I'm no the owner of Chelsea, I will let him spend one more season, build up his career, build up his name. And when he, when he comes back, I sell him, make my money. Oh, my God, man. It would, it would, it would. It, please, I, like, I really pray you get rich one day, but please never buy a football club. Thank you very much. Why? <laughs> I really think it would develop if he's on the bench. It's no, 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 no. What you say? You just said you're going to sell it. Oh, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> like, just joking. why would you do that? What do you mean your team? <laughs> anyways, anyways, I've actually totally run out of time, but this was a this was a fun one actually. We'll continue from from here next week. Uh, but for myself, you know, ID and Dami, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sockpod. And from the three of us, we'll see you guys next time. Bye for now. Peace. Bye, people. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that.